1: we Welcome back to Blighty Day Fiance. Are we a jazz kind of funk? <laughs> I'm not.
0: <laughs> is that our genre?
1: I don't think it is. I'm not sure we've found it. I'm just feeling very um, show tunesy. Oh, God. After our marvelous collab with Reality Gaze. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who are joining us off the back of that two-part collaboration, welcome special... Thanks to uh, members of the Sissy Squad who sent lovely, encouraging messages. It's so, so nice that you take the time out of your day to reach out to a stranger and tell them to keep going, Queen, because some of us really need that.
0: Who knew that there were nice people on the Internet? I had no idea. I've been wondering, because I've been looking at that there internet for the last uh, few years, and I'm like, well, it seems to be a cesspit of human vileness. But it turns out all the good ones are in the sissy squad. So hello, all of you, if uh, any of you have stayed with us. Uh, Pull up a seat, um, have a cookie, um, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. And anyone who was here before, I mean, you know, you're our firstborns. We love you more. You exactly. Know that, right? Yeah,
1: we love you more. You're the ones that were much better sleepers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were straight off on the breast. No struggling.
1: Now, with this in mind, not breastfeeding, obviously, because we got plenty of that in 90 day OG, which is finally wrapped. They're How do you feel all about that?
0: Pregnant. Yes. All the- Bilal's pregnant. Debris <laughs> pregnant. Um, <laughs> um, who's the, who's the, the big chap who's completely vile? You <laughs> think he's,
1: you think he's completely vile?
0: Yeah, we haven't been doing, um, thank God we haven't been covering 90 Day OG. Um, I have some thoughts about Patrick. Uh, one day I'll, I'll, I'll let you know them all. I think he's the worst human being that's ever been on the show, but that is a different podcast.
1: It is a different podcast. Uh, but be- before we get to um, the root of the root and the bud of the bud of this podcast, uh, I just wanted to read out some uh, messages we got from listeners. Now, before you fast forward and think, oh, this is just going to be self-aggrandizing bullshit, these are theories. These are um takes takes yes indeed uh so this first one is from ellen she says my husband and i absolutely love your podcast you are both hilarious
0: hang on i thought you said no self-regarding nonsense just one
1: just the one (laughs) so our assessment is katie and alejandro only true couple she and her nan should move to mexico there are international pet transporters. True, very true. True. We can do a goat fund me or something.
0: Good idea. Uh how much would it cost to send Nala? That's the name of the dog, right? How much would it cost to send Nala first class? Cuz that is a premium pup.
1: Yeah, yeah. she sure is. All She'd right. expect nothing less. Uh if
0: sh- you send the money <laughs> via us it can rest in our account and we no, I would never. All right, do that. let's All right.
1: not. Yeah. Sean's greasy hair stains on the wall make me want to gip. Gip. I've not heard that, but I don't think it's a good thing. Bridie, too jealous, whinges all the time. Fair enough. Richard (laughs) lives up to his name. Anyone who thinks he's funny is most likely not, and King Dick has proved that point
0: lives up to his name is interesting um that's a dick reference i think but also there are a lot of perfectly nice richards (laughs) i'm gonna choose to see him as a richard for the time being we had a week off we had a week off um we we will see what he's like richard on the road next week
1: The other Sean and the blonde girl, Victoria, question mark? Mm -hmm. She should run. (laughs) She should run. And that is from Ellen and Rob.
0: Some Burns there from Mr. and Mrs. Burns. Mr.
1: and Mrs. Burns, indeed. Um, Now, this one I also had to read aloud. This one is from Fanciphoria, which is a fantastic name. Uh, She says, you found yourself a new listener from this crossover episode, diving in and listening to your previous eps now. I hate to be that annoying person, I interject here, not annoying at all, but Carl Urban from The Boys is a Kiwi and not Australian. Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've done it. And we should know better, right? Because um, the UK... Uh, to explain to our gorgeous American listeners, the UK is is um, it's a, it's a bit like your state. We have our own countries and principalities all rolled into one, and it's uh, the United Kingdom, and Great Britain, and Northern Ireland. Great Britain, consisting of the isles of britain god it's hard even for me but you know basically we've got england and wales and scotland and northern ireland and you know some other little bits and bobs and um if we get any of those wrong uh people throw rocks at us so we should know better shouldn't we
1: we really should especially since i take such umbrage at being mistaken for canadian which i occasionally am no offense to canada I am just, you know, I'm proud of where I come, which is why I come from rather, which is why I never talk about it. Um,
0: I usually pride myself on spotting a Kiwi accent. Of course, he like Carl Urban's doing a ropey, really ropey, like London accent. So perhaps we are forgiven for that he didn't say yes at any point which is how I spot a kiwi at hundred yards uh like Northern Irish people if they say nay then I know that they're trying to say now and I know the're northern Irish these are the little the little tricks the little tricks so she's
1: she's right though and I'm very happy to make that that correction yeah sorry um and finally Caroline has written in with two pieces of trivia that I think are uh essential. So the first is remember how you were asking about happy birthday, the happy birthday song?
0: Uh oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't remember anything, but yeah, okay.
1: Okay, so Christine was singing happy birthday to Chris oh, Jenny. Yeah. And happy Yen. birthday
0: to right. you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. sort of. So you'll be delighted to hear that Happy Birthday is
0: in the public domain. Oh, because as I was singing that, I was just thinking, oh God, are we going to have to pay?
1: Yes. And Caroline's friend works for the law firm that represented the winning side a few years ago. Oh, wow. Yep. The other golden piece of trivia is that The Great British Bake Off, which we've referenced before, is called the Great British Baking Show in the U.S. for copyright reasons. Guess who owns the right to the term bake-off?
0: Cheech and Chong. (laughs) (laughs) No, not Cheech and Chong.
1: Current references only, please. Seth Rogen. For the three of you who got that (laughs) joke... It wa- it was a good one. I appreciate it. Nope. Uh none other than Pillsbury. Pillsbury. No. As in the as in the Doughboy.
0: Well, now that marijuana's been legalized in a lot of places in the States, have Pillsbury moved into the uh getting baked business. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Just not a bad saying. Idea.
1: Anyway, without further ado, shall we get in to
0: the couples? Yeah, let's, you know, judge their lives from a distance Like the scaredy cats we are.
1: I don't think we even said. My name is Michelle. Oh,
0: God. Her name is Michelle. What's mine?
1: Your name is Robin. Good. With an I. Yes. And uh, we're married. I'm American. He's English. We live in London. And those are our credentials. And we love watching this crap just like you do. <laughs>
0: That's true. Um, we've just come off the, uh, back of the world uh, finale. Um, so we're feeling <laughs> crushed and disappointed and like we've wasted many hours of our lives. So just know that as we're doing this, we're doing it as a pick me up really, aren't we?
1: Yeah. It's I our mean... weekly pick me up. I think you get what you deserve when you watch Westworld, really. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, thank God, like, 20 people around the world are.
1: But almost certainly no one who's listening to this. So we should probably move on. (laughs) Right. So um, this is season one, episode six in the UK. I'm not sure what number we're on in America, but the title of the episode is You Told Me No Adultery. Uh, which
0: is surely enough
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so sean and christine we've got the tearful embrace at the airport um an embrace which lasts quite a while i was
0: long long time i
1: was a little bit worried now i used to be a nanny um i've wrangled my fair share of toddlers in the past and i know Never to let go of them in a public place, particularly when there is a store that almost certainly has uh, fizzy pigtails on display.
0: <laughs> Colin the Caterpillar. And Colin Cakes. the
1: Caterpillar, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that MS food was staring at Christianianianianian going, You don't know the British delicacies inside here. Come, Christianianian, come feast upon them. But he didn't. He was good, wasn't he? He was really good. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: yeah. Um, he even ran to to grandma, to Nana on cue.
0: He performed a major heart surgery on her. <laughs> he, he sure did. <laughs> Who knew it was that simple?
1: <laughs> her heart came back to life again. She refers to him as her heartbeat. Interesting that she only may or may not have known have learned of his existence not very long ago
0: yeah that's how it works you're in like a coma an emotional coma for many years you see a photo a week later you see the kid and your heart comes back it's good they should again
1: no i mean she didn't it, it in the last episode that we saw her
0: she hardly knew the kid.
1: She had never seen a picture of him before or hadn't seen a current picture.
0: Yeah, and now she's gone from flatline to love of life. But kids can do that too.
1: Yeah,
0: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cynical. <laughs> hey, our, our little boy is um is off in the States with his grandparents visiting. So um he won't be hearing this. So should we just come for parenting?
1: I think we better hadn't... I th- I think we need to earn that, and we haven't earned it yet. Oh, okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't criticize other parents, because... Just the uh, ones on the show. Just the ones on the show, that's Fair correct. Uh, all right, so they get to Sean's flat. Uh, not only is it... Um, full of dirty dishes that look like they've been sitting there for quite a while. We got some bare nails hanging out of the wall, <laughs> smeared windows, smudges all over the TV. That that fan covered in dust sent I, me to a place. You
0: see, I think it was smoke. I, I think, God love him, I, I think Sean is... One of the chosen people. Um, just to be very clear, you think he's
1: Jewish? <laughs> no,
0: I, don't, I don't know. If he's Jewish. Um, I think. I think he is a smoker, um, as indeed I used to be. Um, again, the the child who is not currently here. Um, was the reason I quit smoking like 10 years ago because I thought it's probably unfair. Don't mind about killing myself. Didn't really want to kill him with secondhand smoke. So stop doing that nonsense. But um I would like to go on the record and say that smoking is both cool and sexy and completely delicious and the greatest thing in the world. So frankly, I'm not going to come at Sean if that was cigarette smoke on that fan. And I've seen fans in smoky households. That is exactly what they look like.
1: I'm more concerned that the window was open, presumably to let the smoke out. I
0: again, yeah, I think so.
1: And it's probably winter. Yeah. Um, did you want to? Oh, sorry. Did you want to talk about the uh, the media that you insisted I rewind, even though it's impossible to do it on the Discovery Plus app?
0: (laughs) Well, now that you've mentioned that, perhaps if any of our dear friends from we don't have any friends at Discovery Plus, but we, you know we're friendly people. Come, come be our friends. Um, if anyone from the tech department, is this an okay place to put in an IT support query? I'm going to do it anyway. If anyone from the tech department at Discovery Plus is, uh, is listening to this, your app doesn't bloody work. <laughs> it's a nightmare. You can't re, if you rewind, it crashes it straight back to the beginning of the episode. And then you got to sit through adverts again, and then you try and scroll and then it crashes it back to the beginning of the episode. So, The reason I bring that up is that when Michelle says that I wanted to pause so I could have a look at something, it, it caused some friction in our (laughs) household
1: Because it takes about half an hour to get back to the same place. It's a nightmare.
0: But I dream that one day Gareth in the tech department at Discovery Plus will pull his finger out and sort that out. Do it for me, Gareth. Come on. Um, Anyway. I did rewind and we did a pause so that we can have a look in the very dirty, grubby, fairly rank, <laughs> um, big crate of shit that, uh, that was uh, in the middle of the room. Um, and do you want to know some of the things that were in the crate? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you as soon as my eyes start focusing again. Nightmare. Um, there is a DVD of... All right, if you could have one DVD... It's like desert island discs. Americans won't understand what that is. But if you could take one DVD with you for the rest of your life to watch again and again and again, what 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 would that be for you?
1: I don't I don't know what a DVD is. I'm too young. That's that's way before my time.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> fine. You're not going to play this game. Um, <laughs> Sean has a DVD, a Dovda, um, of uh, Bruce Almighty, the Jim Carrey not at all classic.
1: All right.
0: To watch again and again. Maybe it makes him feel empowered, like he has the power of God. It's like a fantasy thing for him.
1: Look, I don't think having just confessed to watching Westworld... Oh, no. And knowing that not only have you... I At least I only watch it. You listen to lots and lots of podcasts about it. So I don't think you're in a place to... Uh, you know criticize somebody else's film choices
0: hey don't come for dave chen <laughs> um all right i'll carry on um he has got a uh, a copy of a command and conquer video game um big franchise you know that's a reasonable thing to have except it is the second in the series which i think came out 25 years ago so he's got a 25 year old video game um which is cool and retro
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. his PlayStation had a fair amount of dust on it.
0: There's a PlayStation 3 and a PlayStation 4, I think. I'm not really an expert. The best thing in The Crate of Despair was a CD. Um, um, I can only make out the title. I should have probably Googled it to find out the entire track listing. It is called 90s Dance Attack.
1: I'll tell you what he's not attacking with his 90s <laughs> dance music. Yeah.
0: The cobwebs. <laughs> The dishes <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy so this is the stuff that sean can't bear to part with these are the indispensable these are the th- i used to work um for charities and i've i've been you know behind the counter at charity shops and i know for a damn fact this is the stuff people leave behind at charity shops that the people in the shops go we don't want it either um so like bin it come on sean bin it you're not going to watch bruce almighty again Shall I spoil Bruce Almighty? He's already seen it a hundred times.
1: Um, look, I am a recovering hoarder myself. I've never gotten to the point where, you know, things are filthy. I call myself a messy person, um, not a dirty person. I, as you well know, I insist on a clean house, but, uh, I have a hard time getting rid of things. So I'm certainly in no position to criticize someone who holds on to things for sentimental value, or maybe, you know, it's part of, uh, of an illness or, um a neurodivergent condition we d- we just have no idea no I'm we don't want to speculate with sean also. also
0: also i'm in no position to judge because it was on the crossover just a few days ago that i was speaking about how you can hide dirty plates in a cupboard and it'll buy you a day or two Ah, uh,
1: <laughs> i yeah. regret
0: that now um of course it now turns out that uh, obviously inflation things have changed since i was a single man now i believe you get away with it for five minutes
1: let he who doesn't have four moving boxes full of obsolete media.
0: <laughs> oh God, that's true.
1: In the downstairs, right now as we speak, Michelle, cast the first stone.
0: So Michelle's nickname for me is Anne, <laughs> because I am.
1: Anne of gr- Green Cables. I am
0: an of Green Cables. I have box after box <laughs> after box after, <laughs> box after box after box of cables. And I love them all. They are all my children. And one day, one day, they're going to bring back that proprietary socket for Nokia phones <laughs> oh from the early 90s. And I have that charger, all right? I'm just saying, one day, I'll be the one who's laughing it's
1: ridiculous um should we talk about the mattress on top of the wardrobe
0: sometimes i watch this shit and i wonder if someone has spiked my drink and i am tripping um it was like an escher painting it's like (laughs) (laughs) which way is up and which way is down i was like has the cameraman turned the camera around and someone's put a wardrobe on a mattress and then i was like Am I on my head? And then I was like, no, Sean's gone and put a bloody mattress on top of a wardrobe, which is weird.
1: Yeah, that room. Okay. So here's the reason why I'm so worried about that room. Obviously it's a safety hazard. We don't need to go into every single safety hazard in that room. That's, it's, you know, it's not our job. We're not a fire safety
0: officer or whatever. No, we're not social services. No, we're
1: not. Um, What I'm more concerned about is uh, Sean and Christine both confirm that they uh, got a little intimate, as they would say on Seeking Sister Wives, that they had intimacy (laughs) um, the day after. I am not seeing a good mother like Christine letting... Uh, little baby yan sleep in a room with a mattress on top of a wardrobe?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think if you're going to reach the heaven and the hell, then you probably can't do it with the toddler in the room. My suspicion is that Yan did sleep in that room. And he is all right. So maybe that is sean's way um we was again we were saying before like you could put something soft on all the corners that's what you should do when there's a toddler around maybe he's just taking it to an extreme and put mattresses on all the sharp corners
1: (laughs) yeah he might have misunderstood the assignment yeah but it's not unusual for parents to try to get away with uh shenanigans in the night my sister my older sister for example my only sister who happens to be older than me <laughs> yeah. she swears up and down that she and i were in the room when my little our little brother was conceived gross <laughs> um not in the same bed obviously but it was you know it was a log cabin scenario um it was during civil war times <laughs> No, but we were staying in a in a very old property. I was 3. I don't know what happened. She was she was older than me, so her memory is a lot better, but it's not as it it's not as unusual as you might think. Yeah. If you have had sex with your toddler in the room, <laughs> let us know
0: don't know don't i don't want any emails about any okay
1: s- <laughs> i at least want to know right. whether you've reached the heaven and hell yeah I. Want, or if you know what that
0: means right i want at least one person to get in touch who has reached the hell and i want at least one person to get in touch who has reached the heaven and we're going to matchmake you and get you together and see if <laughs> <laughs> together um you both reach the heaven and the hell
1: Um, The moment, the outstanding moment in this segment, though, I think captures English life like no other. And that's when they're riding on the little (laughs) mini train and out of nowhere, it starts snowing and sleeting.
0: Uh Uh-uh, sleeting, right? I was really impressed that she knew the word sleet. That is a deep linguistic cut. That is like mad skills for her, English speaking. Um, it's Kathleen, isn't it? Richard's uh, uh, perspective who who failed the English language test, right? Yeah. She needs to get in touch with uh, Christina. I keep getting these names right. Christine. Christine. I'm sorry. Again, worse one. Um, she needs to get in touch and get English sk- um, teaching off her because sleet, that is a really, really good word. Um, particularly when they don't even probably have sleet in the Philippines. So mad, mad skills.
1: But yeah, that looked like a hellish ride. And I I definitely paused at one point and took a picture. And <laughs> poor, little, poor little Chris Jan-yan-yan-yan is at the front of the drain. And you see just, I mean, no one can see me but you. But you see his little eyes that are covered. <laughs> his whole face is covered by this mask except for his eyes. And his eyes get so large you can see his entire pupils it's
0: does he turn into a white walker from game of thrones hilarious no he does not he's a beautiful child <laughs> he is and he survived so in your face alejandro little children can survive in our cold even in the sleet yep yep so you no excuses now over you come come on you come coming to live here it's fine <laughs> <laughs> also you haven't got any children come on
1: um talking of uh alejandro and katie they're Not on this week No Shall we talk about Bridie and Host? Yeah Okay Um, So Bridie meets with her sister Eden Who we call Tori Amos Because Mm -hmm. of the very strong resemblance
0: You ought to know that she looks like Tori Amos
1: That's not a Tori Amos song Oh
0: yeah, it's the other one, isn't it?
1: (sighs) You are going to get a lot Anyone who was attracted to you last week Has (laughs) totally lost their boner for you this week (laughs) That is a grave mistake, particularly for a uh, music critic slash journalist. Yeah,
0: that was pretty bad, wasn't it?
1: Um, you'll atone for it later. Don't worry. Ooh. Maybe blood atonement. Mm-hmm. Haven't haven't yet decided. Uh, anyway, Bridie meets up with Tori. Uh, who must be the producer's darling because she immediately cuts to the chase and asks about the proposal that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, like um, we called it uh, on our first podcast. I think we were talking about this. How she had set this um, landmine for uh, for Bridie, saying, uh, "So yeah, he's definitely going to propose when he get there. Um, Yeah, that will happen. So you ready? You ready for it? And and now, like she's doubled down, which is like sick burn. Um, So, so he did, right? He proposed,
1: and then, and then, and then when Bridie describes what actually happened she stories right back at her with wouldn't it have been great if he had proposed yeah, if though he,
0: if he had though which he didn't because no one loves you and ever will oh boy sisters 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 yeah
1: there's a bit of i'm not gonna lie there's a bit of a darcy and stacy vibe there in terms of uh of uh m- manipulation
0: um, Do you think Tori Amos is the Stacy to Bridie's Darcy then?
1: I don't know, but I'd love to know what the third sister is like.
0: Is there a third sister?
1: I believe so because I think her mother said that she had three daughters and that Bridie was the middle one and that she's the one that brought her the most
0: pain. Pain, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. When we get back to them she talks about uh the stress around applying for the visa um and i guess she's applying for a visitor visa um
0: which is weird because it's time right like the simmering unbridled sexual chemistry of those two is like beyond question it is shocking It, it it i'm amazed it can be broadcast on television like there's nothing explicit but i sort of wouldn't let the kid watch their scenes it's too much it's too hot.
1: it really is it's explosive
0: it's explosive so like i think they're ready really like i think they'll get a handle on all this argument stuff we'll get to it in a second but like he's not coming over as a visitor surely it's time for him to you don't want to, like, sell your house and get all this money for a visa and then he just has to go again in, like, three months. That would be insane.
1: Yeah, it's a bit strange. Now, Dan, the lawyer who will be on our podcast at a subsequent date, send us in your questions for him, by the way. Don't be shy now.
0: Blightedayfiancee at gmail dot com.
1: Thank you. Um, so Bridie says that if it gets declined, it goes on a permanent record, which makes any future applications difficult. Uh, Dan said it does go on a record, but it the failure to get it doesn't make it any harder on the next application. So Bridie, if you need some advice, we can highly recommend Dan. And he is a Northerner who doesn't hate us.
0: <laughs> so okay, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair.
1: she might regard that with some suspicion. Um, Anyway, we're bouncing around a little bit. Um, I'm excited. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Well, so am I. Um, and so is Bridie. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but she really goes full fishwife vocal register wise. Um, we we're like landed right in the middle of their argument.
0: Um, yeah it was weird it was like a pre-credit scene in a in a drama wasn't it it's like we went straight in straight in medias res
1: yes again the topic is her jealousy and it's about um host having i guess gotten a message that instead of ignoring he replied to or something like that Bridy needs to appreciate appreciate um Cultural differences and what it's like to grow up in a culture where politeness is highly valued.
0: Well, like, po- politeness is the oxygen in your blood. Like you can't just take it out. It's it's there. It's endemic. It would be anathema to him to ignore someone. He just he couldn't do it if he tried.
1: Exactly. And these are really really difficult habits to break and i and why should you break them (laughs) well i don't think that he's necessarily going into this with uh you know looking for another option um again i think i'm just hoping that there's maybe do you think that there's maybe a glimmer of self-awareness there that she's a bit of a self-sabotager
0: yeah totally because like when he look the grace with which he handled her was like firefighter levels of skill so he's he's walked into her burning building he's found the kitten (laughs) and he without scaring the kitten he has scooped the kitten up in his arms and picture this now everyone out there he's wearing the firefighter firefighter's uniform um it, now
1: it, everyone's imagining you in a firefighter's no, uniform no. imagine I'm him he's,
0: he's a very pretty man <laughs> some of well, his, so are you. some of his uniforms burned off him so you can see he's glistening because he's sweaty he's got the kitten under his arm the helmet's under his other arm and he's walking out through the flight that was <laughs> sorry that is that's what it was like when he like talked her down like he stood his ground and he made his point he got the kitten but he was totally unafraid of her, and and graceful, just really graceful with it. Um, he is highly emotionally literate.
1: I agree. I agree, and I think to see her be completely disarmed, yeah, by not by emotional blackmail or not by him capitulating and not by him capitulating either. He stood his ground, and I think in a weird way. I, I mean, I often hear them described as as a toxic couple, but I actually think that's really healthy if they can arrive in that place now, if they are, if by doing that, they're avoiding difficult conversations, which I rather suspect they might be., uh, because I don't think. They're both very young, but I don't think she's going to change in that regard. I think that wound, that jealousy wound is a deep one. And I think it would take years for her to really trust in that way, which is why I'm quite surprised that that she's, um, considering selling her house or that she's planning to sell the house.
0: Okay. So here's my take on that. Um, I know that Poodle is going to send me a very stiffly worded email, um, probably co-signed by his lawyer. He's going to get really cross with me for saying this, but I think it's the right thing for her to do to sell her house. Like... (sighs) here's the reason why. All right, we've just come off watching the back of the tell-all featuring the world's second worst person, Bilal, because Patrick's the worst. I'll tell you why one day. Um, and Bilal's big thing is, uh, what's mine is mine going into this relationship, and I'll keep it coming out or whatever. But actually, what Bridie is doing here, I think is weirdly admirable. She is willing to, like, invest what is hers Back into the relationship with the belief that having this man by her side in this partnership they will actually build a better financial future and i think they will because he strikes me as a very hard worker so i i don't think it's too look, i know like you know she has kids and there's a responsibility and you've obviously got to keep a roof over the head and you don't throw the money away but i almost see it as a fairly sound financial investment i think he's worth investing in but I am alone in that.
1: Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think it makes her a terrible mother. I don't think it says anything about, well, I do think it says something about her as a parent. But I, I'm i sure she hasn't rushed into that decision. I'm sure that's a difficult decision for her to have to make. Um I really hope that she's sought legal advice. I hope they both have sought legal advice., yeah. uh, the big issue for me is that he's not actually met her children in person yet.
0: That is very, very valid.
1: and as you and I know, this is it's one thing to talk to someone on the phone. It's an entirely different matter to really live with someone else's children yeah. and become a part of their lives and really commit to that and I don't think he has a, and I'm speaking as somebody who walked into step parenthood similarly without you know I, I hadn't raised any kids Um, I had worked as a nanny but that's hardly the same thing that mo- gives me a little of, bit of an advantage yeah, most but... of
0: them ran off never to be seen again as we've established <laughs>
1: What from me? What are you talking about? You said
0: before when we were talking about Cristiano, Anya,
1: No, I said I know to hold their hands because otherwise <gasps> they will run off.
0: Oh, okay, that's fine. Any of you want to approach Michelle for nanny And she's never lost a child, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and what better recommendation is there than that?
1: Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think yeah, becoming when you become a step parent. Particularly in that situation, and I get, I get the feeling, look, I don't know how much involvement the father of those kids or fathers of those kids have. I get the feeling it's
0: minimal from what she's described. Yeah, I think so. She seems pretty broken up by her past, so yeah.
1: And now, in our situation, we share 50-50, but there have been times when she's had him more. There have been times when we've had him more. Um, I still had to learn how to parent. Yeah. Uh, and that's a really difficult thing to do. And you should definitely make sure that your partner cares for your children before you enter into kind of a more permanent arrangement. That's all I'm saying. We don't have to repeat ourselves a million times we don't. there. Can that's I just. How I'm can I
0: retract everything I've said? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can. I can hit like the stop button, and we can rewind, and I can record it all again. But I won't do that. I'll just say I'm a very silly boy, and I'm sorry for all of my opinions, and they were wrong. um No, he needs to meet the kids before like really serious. Any of are- these yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. conversations. Um, yeah. She also wants the proposal to be a big romantic gesture. Nah, grow up. You know what? You know what's a big romantic gesture. Selling your f- fucking house
0: (laughs) well yeah but she's done that but you know what else is a big romantic gesture leaving your entire life behind and traveling to another country to be with someone you love
1: exactly um
0: you know what else is uh a big romantic gesture what's that not blocking or deleting someone
1: Oh, God, I was just about to say that. Um, those are not normal things that go along with a long-distance relationship.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. She was like, oh, yeah, the, the normal things, like, you know, all the blocking and... Deli- no, that that is not normal. It's normal on reality TV. I've never blocked anyone in my entire life. Having said that, don't really do social.
1: Yeah, you heard it here first, ladies. Don't slide into his dms because he's uh not going to read them
0: i won't block you <laughs>
1: <laughs> he definitely won't block you um right should we uh speaking of long distance all of these are long distance relationships really should we go to sort of the point
0: of the show isn't it
1: um do you want to do sean and victoria next or um emma and hussein
0: it's like asking do i want to put my hand into a bucket of acid or do i want to put my hand into a comedy bucket of acid which is a bit funnier let's do the first one let's get it out of the way shall we
1: Okay. Um Sean and Victoria. Yeah. Now I have to say this cracked me up. And the next time someone says good morning to me, <laughs> I am going to say no morning. No morning. <laughs> <laughs> or is was it no morning or not morning? Not morning. I've forgotten now. He
0: denied. That that is like Sean has gone <laughs> next level with his gaslighty um, reality bending. He can now like actually shape time and space. And maybe he was right. Maybe he has that power, and it wasn't morning. Actually, you know what? That's likely as well. She strikes me as the sort of person that would just loom over you in the middle of the night and go, "Get me," and maybe just woken up and like to see her terrifying eyes. You went. Oh, I uh, honestly, though, I think that's what was going on in his head. I think what he lost in translation, I think what he meant to say was, oh, fuck, it's not morning, is it? I don't have to spend another day with you.
1: Robin!
0: (laughs) Okay, too harsh.
1: That's really harsh. Oh, man. First of all, she's the one, in her defense, she's the one who was having trouble adjusting to living with someone. He's all over her all the time. Is he? Yeah
0: Okay She
1: was the one who was struggling When they were in the One hotel room He was sort of like Yeah, this is fine Everything's small in Japan etc., etc." et cetera Yeah So I don't think she's like that I was it, I just
0: think it's like Oh, do I have to have another day Of being interrogated?
1: Um. It did frighten me When It sort of cut away to her And she said Is that Japanese I hear? Yeah <laughs> Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, okay, A little intense." Um. Anyway, Victoria says their relationship has changed. Uh, that they don't have any boundaries. Um, Sean, which. Look, I'm not going to call that progress because I think boundaries are healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, She does pounce on the opportunity to uh, crash the video chat he's having with his sister. I really wish we knew what he was saying.
0: Worst chat roulette ever.
1: I'm very, very... No one remembers what that is. (laughs) Okay. I'm very...
0: Welcome to the Michelle tells Robin he's a little bit older than her podcast. That's, um, yeah, that's how it goes. I it's just said-
1: a, it's a May, December romance mm. and we can celebrate that.
0: Not December. All right. August. Excuse
1: yourself. Um, I was almost tempted to, uh, record the clip and send it to my friend whose brother lives in Japan and is fluent in Japanese because I really wanted to know what they were actually talking about.
0: If I went through the hell of wrangling the, uh, Discovery Plus app to get a photograph of Sean's crate of despair, you could have at least done that.
1: Yeah, I probably should have. Maybe I'll do that next time. Um, I don't know when we would get a response though. Uh,
0: you know, Google's all fancy now. You know, it can like live translate (sighs) like video calls. Uh, We all know. Any media.
1: We all know from this show and its many iterations how well that's turned out. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, no comment there. Okay. Um, no further comment, I should say. Anyway, Sean says his sister didn't like his ex-wife, which is why he's not introduced her before. Victoria jokes that she, uh, likes his sister more than she likes him. And Sean says, please don't dump me. Bless. Uh, how many times do you think he's said that? I feel like that's not the first time he said it. I
0: think what he meant was, please don't leave me homeless with a load of luggage and nowhere to keep it.
1: He is definitely what's been referred to as a hobo sexual. <laughs> I definitely get that feeling off yeah. of him. Yeah. Um. Right. So they meet with Rosie, who has dressed like a marriage counselor. Um. She's in that jewel-toned loose woolen weave jumper she's got her statement necklace on made of buttons <laughs> you know tell me yeah, you yeah. know what i'm talking I about do.
0: i know it's a type isn't it it's a type worst marriage counselor ever though could you imagine if you went to marriage counseling and <laughs> the marriage counselor just relentlessly persecutes one of the people there? no
1: but i didn't think she was persecuting him i think she was asking lots of open-ended questions which is what you would I mean maybe you've not I I mean I've been to marriage counseling um that felt very much like uh you know she was asking open questions I thought it was fine I didn't think it it particularly felt like an interrogation until Victoria started doing her and
0: until Her Rosie used, laugh. yeah, and Rosie used the word <laughs> interrogation.
1: Yeah, okay, fine, that's and, fair enough. And
0: interview, she called it an interview. So, like, either we've just seen the wizard behind the curtain here, like the fourth wall just got completely obliterated. Um, but so, like, production might have uh, put it to Rosie as as it was an interview, perhaps, and there's perhaps some things going on there. But that was a really weird turn of phrase. Like, I thought you were just going to, for a drink with some mates, but apparently. It was an interview and an interrogation okay
1: <laughs> it was and unlike either of those things um there was no clarity and no further explanation as to what the hell he is doing there and why
0: um Could, have you managed to decipher all of the timelines because <sighs> i don't get it honestly there's an ex-wife involved She stayed with him after his mum's funeral, maybe during, couldn't quite tell. It's all... ah, There's a whole bunch of pieces on the board that we don't quite know where they are. And what it does is it makes it very hard for me to form an opinion, which is why... I was being a little bit mean to Victoria before. And and look, I'm a little predisposed after a few weeks in a row now of just watching this poor man struggle. Like if he leaves a tiny gap while he's translating something in his head, then she'll tell him what he thinks and then he'll say it isn't and then she'll accuse him of lying and blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to go over that because we've gone over that loads of times before. But like the new pieces were put on the board today. But because the board has been like arranged by the other Sean and is covered in shit. I can't see where those pieces are. I can't work them out.
1: The board is that meme of Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Uh, And the murder board and all the strings coming out of it and the disparate parts. Um, I'm a little upset that they didn't bring Stanley into this conversation because he's the mutual... Friend, I'm guessing mutual Facebook friend who was actually at the mother's funeral. Um, and he was the one that either let it slip or sort of told Victoria that, uh, the, that Sean's ex-wife was staying at his house. Now I, I want to say again, I'm going to stick up for Sean here. Um, I, In Victoria's mind and where she's going, and she tends to, you know, spin out a bit in times like this, her concern in all of that is, oh my gosh, they were still together. I've committed adultery. You know, our relationship contributed to the breakup of their marriage. I am not sure that's what happened. I don't think it's weird when you've been married to someone for any length of time who has gotten to know your parents for that person to come to the funeral unless the the marriage is broken down uh you know because of violence or you know other circumstances where where the parties have to stay apart for everyone's safety and common good i I don't see there are some
0: really ugly divorces but the assumption that every divorce has to be an ugly one is is just daft
1: right so i don't really think that I don't think that's such a that in and of itself is such a big deal. But again, I never feel like we get a clear picture with these two because nobody, neither of them ever says what they mean.
0: Nope. Never. They don't. And and again, please don't think that I'm taking too much of a side. Sean is full of shit. Um, I don't think he was sleeping with his ex-wife though. I don't think there was any adultery. I think she's a conflict junkie. I think she's looking for reasons to be disappointed. And she will find them with him.
1: Oh, again and again and again. again. and again. And but again. I will say, you know, everyone, Richard is not a popular cast member. Richard always says what he means.
0: And he says what he's done.
1: And he says what he's done. And he says what he's, and he says what he's thinking. And yeah. he's honest about it. And wouldn't you rather, if you think about it really hard wouldn't you rather be in a relationship with someone who you don't have to guess what's going on the whole time? I mean, that's how I feel anyway.
0: So as we close them out and dig on, um, if Sean worked in New York, what classic New York job do you think he did?
1: Um, I don't think Sean worked in New York.
0: <laughs> do you think he dressed up as snoopy in the macy's day parade do you think he played for the yankees was Um, he a mafia hitman well he may have been a mafia hitman actually
1: in his cameo advert i i think he makes some reference to being wanted by uh the fbi or something like (laughs) that i'm not quoting directly so don't get mad at me but i don't know if it, that's the thing i have no idea whether he's telling the truth or not you could tell me that he's on the fbi's most wanted list and i would totally believe you
0: he has ceased to be on my most wanted list next
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we go to emma 44 uh from cleck heaton good old west yorkshire again
0: yorkshire does the casting agent for this show live in yorkshire and they're like under house arrest they got one of those little ankle braces so they're allowed to go 100 meters from where they live and they're like oh shit i'm gonna have to find people for the show who like are my neighbors because everyone's from yorkshire um
1: i don't think that's I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you that everyone's from Yorkshire. I mean, that's a fact. At least half the cast so far.
0: To be fair, with the American uh, 90 Day, most of the cast are always from Michigan and Florida.
1: Or somewhere in the Midwest, yes. Yeah.
0: So maybe there are just certain places where people are predisposed to be up for this kind of thing. I don't know, but it's just weird. Um, Just so that anyone that isn't from this country... like. Yorkshire's not a small county I suppose um but it's not the whole country um there are other places there are lots of lovely places it is worth saying because I know how sometimes because there are so many people from like Yorkshire in the north sometimes it's our job to tease a little bit and of course we tease a little bit but generally speaking if I could choose north or south I think I'd choose north um just the people are much warmer the people in the south going can be right bloody arseholes bumping into each other and scowling and you know it's uh, but if you you come over here try and take in lots of different places in the country we love bristol don't we that's west
1: i love bristol yeah, yeah the, the only reason i wouldn't want to live in the north and really and truly the only reason is the weather is even worse than it is in the south
0: but the children do survive
1: and i just couldn't bear it yeah Yeah. all right um anyway emma aged 44 um manages a Persian takeaway
0: which is convenient because
1: her the object of her affection her significant <laughs> other Hossein is Iranian he's yeah. Persian he's from Tehran
0: when do, does one say Persian and when does one say Iranian Iranian
1: um definitely ask a Persian <laughs> person that and not me I
0: will phone my friend Eddie.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Um, If you know the answer to that, by the way, uh, ask Lady (laughs) Day on Instagram or Twitter.
0: I think it's just the old word for it before different sort of people took over and that. Um, I believe Hussein means beautiful and handsome, I believe. Do you think that Hussein uh, believes that it means beautiful and handsome?
1: Um, I don't think Hussein has much conscious thought that isn't related to the number of calories he's consumed or the reps that he's done or anything else that his fitness pal can't repeat back to him
0: i think he thinks about shiny glittery things a lot like a little magpie a big magpie an over-exercised magpie
1: a big magpie who cares a lot about image yeah um can't say uh i'm into that but emma is um what although... else is uh,
0: <laughs> what else is emma into
1: <laughs> she likes naps and watching tv which is why i think we would be very good friends i do like her i like her swagger i like her attitude i think she genuinely would be a really fun good time
0: um i mean look there are shades of kimbali you know like they met up uh they didn't have sex um i don't know she complained about it like um Kim Barley did with Usman. Um, so there are shades, and you know, there's the age thing and blah, 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 blah. But she's not her. And the reason she's not her is because she's sort of a bit in on the joke.
1: Yeah. I mean, her friends say that they're concerned about this relationship because of the distance. I don't think that they're telling the whole story there. Um, she does send him money, she does send him nice luxury gifts. Um she also speaks to him loudly in broken English. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: because that—that that is how you make someone from another country understand you. That is how you do it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Americans teach the, the master class in that and England's not far behind.
0: Um, do you think she bought him that golden throne on which he sits? Oh,
1: God. I... I don't know if she bought him that. I really feel like those are 10 a penny in Iran, to be honest. Yeah. Wow. Have you,
0: look, I do like shiny things there, don't they?
1: I don't want to, um, make sweeping generalizations about entire cultures, but if you've been to, um, a Persian person's house of a certain generation, uh, you might have to wear sunglasses indoors.
0: It's like the Essex of (laughs) Arabia.
1: It really is. There's a lot of gold, a lot of sparkle. Everything is just blinking at you constantly. Um, It's a little bit like the suit that Jabri wore to the reunion. It's... uh, The
0: million-lira suit. Yes,
1: it's very much in your face. Yeah. Um, Anyway... We see her meeting with her friends. It seems like she has a fun group of friends. Uh, they don't...
0: I I wouldn't trust the blonde one, though. Genuinely, I think she'll make a move.
1: Yeah, she might.
0: She was well interested.
1: She might. Yeah. 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 Um, it's worth saying she is waiting for a proposal, but she's been waiting for a long time, just like Kate Middleton.
0: But it worked out for her.
1: Worked out for her very well.
0: Till it doesn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we are lucky enough to be able to start a Patreon and for that to make sense, we should put some royal gossip behind that paywall because I've got some stories and you've got some stories. That's true. There's a strong demand for you to tell the story of of uh, your liaison with the Queen <laughs> um I will never
0: tell I will
1: only behind a paywall as we say um anyway Emma and her daughter Kenzie uh go to the ice cream shop and I believe if I was not mistaken what it okay I'm not a kebab shop frequenter and maybe this is a question for Richard um is a donner kebab the one that you kind of shave the meat off of it and is. it kind of turns around?
0: Yes. The other one is the sheet, the skewer one.
1: Did you see that chocolate and white chocolate donner kebab?
0: Yeah, what a weird question that is for you to ask me. That's like <laughs> Did you see that naked supermodel who sprawled out on your bed with a rose between her? Of course I saw it. It was possibly the most exciting, wonderful thing I've ever seen. Where has it been all my life? Why do I not have a chocolate Donner kebab machine? Uh, Anything I have ever said about the north of England, I retract. Because you've got those and we bloody don't. Well done.
1: Yeah, that looked incredible. Um, they seem to have a nice relationship, fairly open relationship. Um, Kenzie says she's definitely not going to call Hussein dad. And Emma's response, judging by the way that she's dressed is, of course not. You're going to call him heavenly father <laughs> <laughs> because we are joining the FLDS.
0: I wonder for a second whether we had access again, that- <laughs> Gareth from Discovery Plus with this stupid sodding app, it's buggered up, and and they switched over to um, to Big Love on HBO. If you remember that the the much missed show about Mormons with Chloe Sevigny, who I swear wore exactly the same blouse as as Is as, um, Emma, isn't it? She was wearing that. What the heck was that?
1: Yeah, it was. It was very much a um, keep sweet <laughs> and pray daily kind of vibe um there were some great comparisons made on twitter one of which was uh the trunchbull from matilda
0: they i said that myself Yep. there you go i am twitter it would have i didn't say it someone else said it someone else is like me i might start doing social (laughs) (laughs) might make a friend you're
1: missing out on good jokes um that is it for now. Um, I won't keep you you folks much longer. Uh, I want to thank you for your patience. We've been... <laughs> thanks, we've,
0: thanks for going through the ordeal with us.
1: No, it's not that. It's just, you know, it's it's difficult to record in the heat. It's difficult to keep track of all the thoughts in our brain case.
0: Yeah, really sorry if like your headphones um, have melted uh, while listening to this. Um, I should explain for our beautiful uh, non-British listeners. Um, we are... Um, experiencing a second heat wave in this country that is stickier and more disgusting than the first. Essentially, most of our body parts by this point have liquefied. The streets are flowing rivers of tar. The birds have all fallen out of the skies, engulfed in flames. It's like we're living in Dante's Inferno. It's pretty disgusting. I am soggy having done an hour of this. Um, It is extraordinarily hot in this room. Um, So... I can only imagine what it's been like uh, listening to it. So if if you're in this, stay cool. However, however you can do it, it'll be all right. Don't worry. Um, there's probably going to be a whole future full of this shit, but I'm sure at some point it will get cold again. It'll be all right. Connect
1: with us on Instagram and Twitter at BlightyDay. That's B-L-I-G-H-T-Y-D-A-Y. I read all of the DMs. So please feel free to send your thoughts, uh, your comments, your questions, your suggestions. Don't forget, we've got Dan the Immigration Lawyer appearing um in a couple weeks time so if you have any questions for him about the show or the uk immigration process in general uh send us an email at bladydayfiancé at gmail.com and if we can just ask you one quick favor if you could like and subscribe on youtube if you could rate and review us on apple Podcasts. if you don't know what to put in the review just write i had a blighty good time
0: just write oi gareth from discovery plus sort (laughs) out your rap (laughs) write that
1: don't do that um (laughs) Yeah, just write, have a blighty day, or uh, Uterati forever, or I support the Uterati, whatever. It doesn't have to be long.
0: But the better it is. The better it is,
1: and the review that makes us laugh the hardest, (laughs) you will receive a handmade tote bag, and Robin can attest to this, I, I have a sewing machine, I do it all day. this will be a one-off Uterati tote bag, handmade, especially for you. One of a kind. I'll even put your name on it. Wow. So uh, we'll run that, let's say, until the end of this series. Uh, Now, we are going to be recapping... Uh, Married at First Sight UK, which is coming back soon. Someone
0: someone was asking, oh, please, could you do Maths UK? When It's like, don't even ask us that. There is no question that we're doing that. No,
1: no, Maths Australia, we were asked about. That we are doing no matter what. That's true.
0: We spent our entire honeymoon binging one of the seasons. Yes,
1: that is... (laughs) Is
0: (laughs) is that not what you're meant to do on honeymoon? (laughs) We spent the whole time
1: in bed we're talking over each other now but that really is <laughs>
0: watching maths
1: for real deal our favorite reality show and there's no way that we wouldn't recap it
0: yeah we'll do the uk one too although i believe there are going to be 30 episodes so that might kill us but we're we'll gonna,
1: a go. a gonna be a slog um, now we have run a poll uh on whether or not whether you want us to recap "Happily Ever After" from 90 Day Original Recipe or Sister Wives, Sister Wives got more votes on Twitter. Happily Ever After got more votes on um, Instagram. So sort it out. What we, Robin, what we—that's one. What we are going to do?
0: <laughs> Did I just get an official warning?
1: You got an official warning. What we are going to do is uh we're gonna do quick recaps of both and combine them into an episode once they start running into once they start running concurrently. Yeah, and if so, we decide
0: we hate one, we'll just drop it. We'll
1: just drop it. Yeah. yeah. But um you're gonna get all of that material. So there's much to look forward to. Again, uh, thank you so much for listening, especially if you're new. Thanks for hanging on in there with us during this miserable heat wave. Uh, we'll come back perkier and and better hydrated than ever next week. And as we say in tribute to our dear little boy, our
0: little lost boy camping in the wilderness of Michigan. <laughs> See you, you soon. soon.